Hi everyone and welcome back to the NZPE TeacherCast for the second episode and our very first guest interview. Today we feature a head of department from Tarawera High School out of Kawaro in the beautiful Bay of Plenty. Her name is Kelly Ross and her team are doing some very cool things with modern learning environments. The school has seen some considerable changes in the last few years with a $14 million rebuild that really allowed them to completely change their approach to learning. Kelly discusses some of the school and department-wide changes that have been implemented and how they've gone about ensuring a successful transition into modern learning environments. I hope you enjoy it. Listening to the NZPE Teacher Cast, a podcast sharing some of the inspirational stories from amazing health and physical education teachers. Today's episode is sponsored by My Study Series, an online learning platform by New Zealand PE teachers for New Zealand PE teachers and their students. Check it out now at mystudyseries.co.nz. Kia ora everyone, I'd like to welcome Kelly Ross, Head of Physical Education and Health at Tarawera High School. Um, Tarawera have been in the media quite a lot over the last few years, most recently on the Sunday TV show exploring the amazing new facilities they have there. Um, Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Kia ora, thank you. So we're here at Penns um, 2016. What, what's been your best takeaway so far from the conference? Uh, I think with Penns it's always really cool just to hear what other schools and other people are doing. Um, and even if, I think if you can just walk away from each workshop or each presentation with the one little thing that you could take back to your school or your PE class, it's awesome. And there's been a lot of that this year as last year as well. So yeah, it's great. I think it's really cool that we can, yeah, as a learning area, we can come together and, and just network and, and talk and meet and see all of these other fantastic practices that's happening in our learning area because we just don't do it enough. I was mentioning that to you before. Absolutely. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your teaching experience, um, a bit about the school and I guess a, a bit about the area that the school is located in? Yeah, uh, so I started off my teaching at Newlands College in Wellington and then I headed overseas and did a bit of teaching in London. Then I've come back and decided to base myself in the Bay of Plenty just to be closer to family. And that's when I applied for the job out in Kawaro, so that's where Tadawira High School is located. Um, had never been there before, so drove out for my interview and it's absolutely beautiful. It's such a beautiful place. Um, the Maunga Putawaki has been very creatively designed in the middle of our, of our school, so the buildings kind of sit by the side of it and it's a massive feature when you walk into the school. And every day it just takes my breath away. So yeah, pretty cool place to be. Um, so... Yeah, being, I've been at the school now for two and a bit years and watched it grow from, yeah, from, I guess, yeah, as a brand new school officially yeah. opening at the start of this year. What um, differences between the UK curriculum and New Zealand curriculum? What do you, how do you find that? Um, yeah, quite, quite different. Um, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't do heaps of teaching in the UK um, and I felt a little bit 
out of place at times. I think it was kind of disconnected from the students. I think that's what it was nice coming home to. You feel like you can get on with the kids, you can relate to them a lot more than than being over in the UK. But yeah, like I said, I I only kind of taught for five months and it was just supply teaching, so I I wasn't based in any one place for any length of time. With all the exposure that that Tarawera High School's been having in the media, um, we've heard a little bit or seen, I've seen and watched um, Helen Tuhoro, your principal, um, she seems like a really amazing principal to work for and I've had, in, in my past, the first school I started, we had a very similar um, principal who was who seemed very straight up and hard-nosed and, and really good for the students. How have you found working for Helen and having her as your principal? She's been pretty cool. Yeah, she has been. She's pretty inspirational, very dedicated to the school. Um, it seems like she's always there. Um, and you kind of want to go into her office and kick her out and <laughs> send her off for an awesome weekend or something because she's just so dedicated to the place. Mm. But no, she's she's been great from my experience. I can I can walk in, have a chat with her, or catch her on the way past, and you know ask a question. Or um, I think that's what's great about Tarawera is that the whole senior leadership team there, their yes people, you know, they're willing to if you can go with them with a an idea. A solution to a problem they're really willing for you to for run with whatever it is. I imagine Helen's got a lot of um, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of money in the community. Really very well held up in high esteem, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what I'm really here to, to talk about with you is this concept of a of a modern learning environment. So in your own words, for those of us who are really unsure what a modern learning environment is, can you can you explain what that? Yeah, um, I would say that it's like a big furry with all its walls kicked out, <laughs> knocked down, um, and lots of it's it's lots of different types of spaces, um, and it's yeah it's open. The, yes, there's doors that that divide certain spaces, but. Um, they are always opening and closing. And um, what's an example of a space? What would a space look like? Okay, so a space. Our main commons, for example, they're just completely open. So it'd be like the main space we'd call, and then we'd have a cave, which is kind of tucked away in the corner. And the kids like going in there and being in the dark almost. It's just small, and there's like bench seats. Um, we've got another couple of other spaces which are like. Uh, I, I kind of just naturally call them breakout spaces where you can go in with a small group and close off the door and, and, and do small activities and make a bit more noise than you would in the main area, for example. If we're talking modern learning environments, it, it's not just limited to the physical spaces, right? It's, a, it's also the timetabling, the roomings, the, the teaching approaches. Does that all come into play as well? Yes, um, it does absolutely all come into play and I think that's what has taken the longest to happen that is modern learning practices and modern learning approach Um, because it is quite easy to stick to your traditional based teaching just within this open space and there's just more noises and more distractions and things like that but um, as as we've gone on we've got technology and brought that into it we are changing the way we teach um, more student directed independent learning and um, less chalk and talk and we have run workshops for example which we can do in those closed off spaces while other kids are working in the open open space and working independently and quietly so and we heard from from Sophie um, with her keynote uh, outdoor ed teacher at your school and the amazing things that she's doing with 
almost flipping the classroom in a sense using those Google sites for, for students to access information and content and, and then repurposing that classroom time yeah. better. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing that our is being driven from a senior leadership team is for every teacher to set up a Google website for our courses. It's so really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it has been really cool. Big challenge and it is harder for some staff but... Are the students embracing that? The students actually access the sites and use them? Yeah, they are, yep. They, I know well, in, in PE and in, in outdoor ed, um, every day they're on, they're on the website, they're using them. And that's how we structure our lessons, I guess. Go to the website, use it. Are there, are there any barriers to that in terms of being a, a, a small... Is it a, a, quite rural there? It is, yeah. Are there any barriers around internet access and access to devices? Yes, there has been. Um, we're really lucky. Our school has invested quite heavily in the technology, and this is because of um, the socio-economic uh, background of the of the area, I guess. And that, in reality, our families can't afford to have a device in their house or Wi-Fi. Um, so our school have just invested in, in the technology and invested in really good Wi-Fi, which we've had this year, and there, we haven't had any problems, which has been amazing. Um, we have a work colleague, Sam Gibson, and he's managing a trust, Tiaka Tuitu, and they are looking at getting devices, affordable devices and free Wi-Fi in the community so the kids can access their mahi at home. So yeah, that's the kind of next project to get it, get it more in the, in the community. Yeah, I mean it's almost, internet access is almost a necessity now. Mm. I don't know how we can expect our kids to succeed if they can't access the internet. No, absolutely. So you've, you've been through this big redevelopment and, mm. and it's not just the physical one either. The, the process that your school goes through to arrive at a point where they've not thrown out, but they've brought in almost a completely new staff, new facilities. How do you make sure you get the most from those new facilities, I guess, from a, from a pedagogy standpoint? How do you ensure success in that transition? Like, do you go into the community, do you get student voice? What What's guided you to the point where the school is at now? Yeah, I think it's a lot of that. We do a lot of student voice. We've done quite a lot of work with the community. Um, and I guess it's it's a little of well, it's felt like for me I guess a bit of trial and error. We trial something if it doesn't work, we get back up and try something else. We've had a few initiatives um, that we're working on within the school, and we just keep at it. And we just yeah, I guess we collaborate, we talk it out, and yeah, we have had some failures. You know, things haven't worked, so we try something else, and we all just work together as a staff, and and yeah, just. Keep, keep going. I guess that's yeah, that's what it's felt like from my point of view. I think it's really cool when you can have a, a staff that can that is cohesive and, and works together well. It says a lot about what well, says a lot about leadership. Yeah. And and a willingness of staff to be able to reflect and and use I guess all the, the inquiry process and stuff like this to better themselves and with the end goal of delivering awesome lessons to our students. Yeah, absolutely. How has this changed the way you deliver PE? Like, what, What's the difference from, say, your experience at Newlands to having a modern learning environment at, at Tauwera? Yeah, it's completely changed the way I deliver PE, um, especially this year. So we've tackled uh, our senior year, year levels with, we've built this website, we're using way more technology, um, a lot of PD around that too, 
going to the iPad workshop with the PE geek and um, you know purchasing equipment from iPad stands to GoPros and investing in apps and all of those kinds of things. That's a lot different from what I how I used to teach PE. Um, we don't have pens and paper anymore. It's all on our digital devices. Um, so that's that's different in itself and I'm really trying to teach it as practically as possible. And so the kids can access that website, access that theory, theory knowledge and apply it in their practical lessons, but they can access all of that whenever, wherever, and at their own pace. And that's the thing with, with that's what I like about that approach is in a traditional classroom, you, you do all this work in the classroom, teaching content, and then we say to our kids, look, go out for homework and, and do all the high level blooms taxonomy stuff without my support as a teacher, without the support of your peers. And we're, it's almost like we're setting them up to failure. But if we can, say, take some of that content out of the classroom and and repurpose that classroom time where we're, we're doing the abstraction, the conceptualization, the creation, I think it's so much better for our students. Yeah, absolutely is. Yes. I hear a lot of negative discussion around modern learning environments and people say that they're gimmicky and, and staff get stifled by policies and procedures or they don't have the support from senior management. What can you say to all the teachers or even principals reluctant to make the jump to modern learning environments? Yeah, I'd just say just do it and get involved and don't be afraid afraid to try and fail. You've just got to keep, keep trying. Um, these, I've had worked closely with staff who have been reluctant and found it really, really difficult. But they're still there, they're still trying. Um, it does take time, there's a lot of time to change that kind of your practice into this modern learning. Um, but once it's set up, it's, it's great and it works and it's, it's awesome. Um, it just flows. Yeah, it flows. But yeah, and it needs to come from the top. Like I said earlier, we're we're so lucky to have great senior leadership who who enable us to do what we what we're doing. But yeah, so that that does help. Um, and yeah, it's just just trialing it, working with it. So being being future focused, what role do you see modern learning environments playing in future education? Is, is this going to be something that you think gets bigger and better, or do you think it's only going to be adopted by Yes, forward-thinking, innovative schools. Is it, is it a gimmick or is it mm, here to stay? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I guess I've got that fear in the back of my head that there could only be certain schools that kind of embrace it and go with it and do it really well. Um, but I think if we all got on board, um, it could be something awesome. And it, you know, we we've got to keep up with the times, technology. You know, we don't know what the jobs that we're teaching our kids to do, yeah, it's and it's like. Let's let's kind of keep moving forward, and I guess it's it's the way that we're doing it now, and we've just got to keep going. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've got one last question for you, um, just to wrap up. Who, who's your favourite musician and why? That would most definitely be my girl Pink. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing, love her, and you better look out on the dance floor if she ever comes on, because <laughs> I will own it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well done. Hey, I really want to thank Kelly for stopping by and sharing some of her experiences with modern learning environments. I think um, your story and the story of Tarawera High School is, is really inspiring one. And you're doing an amazing job engaging these students through your physical environment. So once again, thank you for um, having a chat and I look forward to hearing more about some of those cool things that you're doing and, and achieving at Tarawera. Cool, thank you very much.